Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, come on, let's stand. We're in a series on prayer at the moment. We're going to stand. We're going to read the Lord's Prayer together, which we've been doing for the last three weeks. But we're going to say this together. My prayer for you is that you would know this prayer, that you would learn it, that you would memorize the Lord's Prayer. You'd just be able to recite it quickly. And so that's the point. We're learning it. We're, we're, we're doing this together. So come on, let's all say this together. One, two, three. Ready? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Well done. You may grab a seat, give someone a high five, tell them that was good. But they could get better. Tell them that too. Just say they could get a little better. They could get a little better. Give us this day our daily bread. So this series is called Amen, all about prayer, really believing that it's going to help you, inspire you, um, build your prayer life. Um, my burden for this series, which I believe is important for all of us, is that we would reignite our prayer life, that we would return to those ancient rhythms of daily prayer without ceasing. And this series has all been, been all about prayer. So we started off talking about the frequency of prayer, and inside every single message has been a challenge. And so the first part of the series was when, not if and was all about the frequency of prayer and upping the frequency. And my challenge was whatever level of prayer you're at right now, why don't you up that to more and see what God does. The second part was the prayer of despair. And we looked at, we're looking at different prayers in the Bible. We're going to do that again today. But looking at the way that if we start with praise in our prayer, and that was my challenge in week two, was start your prayers with praise. Because what will happen is something will change, a perspective will shift right there in the moment of your prayer, and that prayer of despair will become a prayer of faith and will lead to deliverance. And then last week was the secret prayer, when really the secret to prayer is the secret prayer and is the secret place. And my challenge was find a secret place, find a chair. What is that chair? What is that place? Where does that place that you go? Just you on your own, but really you're not on your own, you're with God. And so that was my challenge last week, that we would find that secret place, that we would go to it, that we would reestablish it. But this week, this is the title. If, you want, if you're taking notes, write this down. If you're not taking notes, write this down. The prayer of asking. That is the title today. The prayer of asking, or in other words, supplication or request. Okay. Matthew chapter 6, verse 11 says, Give us this day our daily bread. And in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, there's two verses that I believe will change your life. I was in business school, I was at the age of 19, and there was a lecturer in my business school, her name was Debbie, and she figured out after a series of classes and maybe observing some things about me, she realized that that maybe I was a Christian, and we talked, and I shared that I was a believer, and I think we're pretty much the only two believers in the whole college, and she said to me, hey, have you ever prayed the prayer of Jabez? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I was 19. I just said yes to Jesus. I was just starting to live out the first early steps of my faith, and 
this, this beautiful saint, the next time that I had class, brought me a little piece of paper about this long and she'd laminated it and it had the prayer of Jabez on it. And she said, I want to give this to you. And she said these words. She says, these are two verses that will change your life. And I believe today these two verses, as we read them, will, pray, uh, will change your life as they, they open up to you. But it's a prayer that we see that Jabez prays. So it says this in 1 Chronicles 4, verse 9. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Verse 10, Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from harm, so that it might not bring me pain. And look at what it says next. And God granted what he asked. I want to talk a little bit about asking today. The word supplication, which is one word that we use, it's biblical speak for asking or requesting. The word request we see in the scriptures 22 times. The word supplication is used over 60 times. The word ask or asking is in there over 300 times. And there's a beautiful rhythm to the life of a believer that comes before God in supplication, which simply means to entreat or to plead humbly, to come before the sovereign, to come before the king and ask. And I want to talk a little bit about this type of prayer that we see all through the Bible. Let me show you a few verses. Ephesians 6, these are all New Testament verses. Ephesians 6, 18, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication, to that end, keep alert with perseverance, making supplication, or request, or asking for all the saints. 1 Timothy 2 and verse 1 says, First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people. And here's a verse that most of us know is the the verse, when we think about this type of prayer, it's Philippians 4 and verse 6. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, look at it, let your requests be known to God. Supplication, to request, to humbly ask, to plead. But here's my question this morning. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those Christians that sometimes, especially early on, was like, I have questions. I got a question. This is one of my questions. If God is God, and I mean, in the beginning, He created all, He spoke, and everything was, and He's the God who's all powerful, He's the God who's all knowing, He's the God that knows the beginning from the end, He's supreme. I mean, if that's God, why even bother asking? If he's Lord over all, why do I need to ask him for anything? Surely God's got a pretty good read on what's going on in my life. You ever thought like that? You ever had those questions? But in Matthew 6 verse 8, right before the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says this. He says, do not be like them. He's talking about the Pharisees, the religious um, show ponies of the day, if you like, the ones that are making, making everyone else know what they're doing, but they're really not caring about what they're saying to God. It says, don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. 
He doesn't say, he knows what you need, so don't bother asking him. He says, he knows what you need before you ask him. And throughout the Bible, we see requests, we see cries out to God, we see supplication, we see asking God, and we see answers coming from God. So why is asking important? And why is it that we pray these prayers? I've got three points, something a little different today. Ready? Here we go. Number one, that was a joke. (laughs) Why is asking important? Number one, write this down. We ask because we need. And this is provision. Inside the Lord's Prayer, I told you that if you unbolt the Lord's Prayer and you study it, um, what comes together is every single part of our lives and the prayer that's required for our lives, okay? And any message, if someone preaches from the Bible, you can pretty much backtrack to the Lord's Prayer and one part of the Lord's Prayer is being preached in that message if someone preaches from the Bible. And this is the prayer of provision. Give us this day our daily bread. But we ask, we pray prayers of asking because we're people that have needs. And God meant for there to be this sense of daily provision needed in our lives. But why is it daily bread? You ever thought this? I mean, why couldn't it be annual bread? Why couldn't it be month, quarterly bread? Why is it daily bread? Well, everything about God, New Testament, Old Testament, it's always cohesive and always lines up with his nature. And there is a narrative we see in the Old Testament and his relation to people all the way back then was a daily thing. He daily provided for his people. Remember the wilderness and remember the manna, the miracle? Exodus 13 and verse 31 says, Now the house of Israel called its name manna. It was like coriander seed, white and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Numbers 11 verse 8, the people went about and gathered it and ground it in hand mills or beat it in mortars and boiled it in pots and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was like that, the taste of cakes baked with oil. But look at Psalm 105 verse 40. It says, they asked and he brought quail and gave them bread, heaven, bread from heaven in abundance. We ask and we make prayers of supplication. We pray prayers of asking because we're people that need things. And our need is daily, but it goes deeper than material needs. I love it. You can write this thought down. Come on, write this thought down. This is a good one. The true purpose of prayer is relationship, not religion. The reason that God wants it to be a daily thing that you need stuff is so he can be in a daily relationship with you. So he can be in your life every day. The reason that there was manna on the ground for the people in the Old Testament was not so they could see the miracle. The miracle was part of it, but the bigger part of it was the fact that God was there. And that it was in that moment that they were reminded that the purpose of prayer and the purpose of all of this was to be in relationship with the God who created them. The point of asking is that God wants to be involved in your everyday life. And the reason that he likes there to be an ask in your prayer is because he wants to be the one that you ask. But how often do we forget to ask God 
for all kinds of things. So I've got a thought for us today. Ask God, not Google. That's a word for this generation. This is a word for me. How many times have I had a problem, had, a, had an obstacle, had a thing that I needed to take care of, had something on my mind? And I open up a web browser or look into my phone or press a button on the side of it and say, hey, what does this mean? What is the answer? But we as believers are called to live according to a different rhythm. We as believers are called to, to live according to a different pattern. And prayer without ceasing means that we put those things down and we look up and we say, God, what is the answer? Help me, Lord. Help me to understand. Help me to know. Give me this thing that I need. It's the prayer of asking and it's meant to be a daily thing. But why don't we ask? Why is it sometimes that we struggle with the asking? Well, that could be potentially because we don't think we need to ask, that we can take care of it ourselves. That's pride. And maybe we don't ask because we don't think that God cares. See, one is pride where you think you can take care of your own needs. The, the, the other side of it where you think that God doesn't care about you, that's an orphan spirit. That's also a problem because that's not who we are. But then there might be part of us, some part of us that thinks that, that we don't need to pray at all. But that's deception because the daily bread is the daily bread. We need it every single day. What does daily bread look like? And what should we pray? Well, let's look at what Jabez did. First Chronicles 4, verse 10. It says, Jabez called upon the God of Israel. He put the call in. He picked up the phone. He spent his time. He went to the place. He called out to God. But then it says that he, he prayed a prayer like this. He says, Lord, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my borders. So these are some things that we can ask God for. We can ask God to bless us. When's the last time you just flat out ask God, God, bless me. Bless me. Sometimes what we do is we're just like, God, bless them. Bless that person. Bless my kids. And all these are good things. But when's the last time you just prayed for God to bless you? Because remember that we're called to be a, a, a blessing to others. But first, we need to be blessed. Praying a prayer of blessing is a good prayer, saying, God, bless me. What about this? Ask God to enlarge your borders. What does that mean? To grow your life, to grow your sphere of influence, to, to bless you with a bigger thing that you're, whatever it is, maybe it's your business, maybe it's your career. But, but when's the last time you prayed for God to enlarge the borders of your life, to, to, to help you get further along, to help to grow the influence that He wants to give you, to to grow and enlarge your world, your family. Something else that Jabez did, which is powerful, is he, he prayed for God to be with him while he did it. He says that your hand would be with me and that I would, would not cause pain. When's the last time you asked for God to be with you? God, be with me as I raise this family. Be with me as I teach this class. Be with me as I step out. I've needed to pray in these last few years. God, be with me as I pastor this church because I want to lead it well. When's the last time you prayed a prayer for God to be on your side? Come with me as we do this together. The true purpose of the prayer is relationship. 
that God would be with us as we do it. And Jabez asked that God would keep him from hurting himself, that he would be protected from harm and the people with him as well. I just got a thought for us this morning. It's not a bad thing to ask God for resource. And sometimes this is like a false humility thing that I just got to call out. Is we think that we should suffer in silence and not tell anyone what, what we need. Or not pray to God and ask for God to give us blessing. You know, God wants to bless you. It's his posture. To, to say something like that is inconsistent with his nature and I can't believe it. But when I read the scriptures, I see that there's a God who's for me. That there's a God who's on my side. The God who wants to bless me. The God who wants to give me what I need. We ask because we have needs. And it says that the God of Israel granted his request. I love Jabez. If you look at 1 Chronicles 4, it's just a story of the people of Israel. Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. It's just, it's probably the most boring book in the Bible, if I'm being honest. You got to read it. And then out of nowhere, 1 Chronicles 4, chapter 9, no more names. We just hear about Jabez. We hear about this guy who cries out to God and says, God, enlarge my borders. Be with me, Lord. Protect me. We ask because we have need and God wants to answer the need. So number one, that's why we ask. We ask because we have a need. But number two, we ask because he supplies. We serve a God who supplies and he knows what we need and he's ready to supply it to us. There's a reason why we pray and we seek. It's because God knows how to supply. You know, the miracle of the wilderness isn't that just God delivered them, but it's he kept them alive. He, 40 years, he kept them alive. And he didn't just keep them alive. Like there were some crazy things happening. Like there was some amazing provision. There was incredible. He made things go the distance. Look at this, Deuteronomy 29 verse 5. He says, I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you and your sandals have not worn off your feet. 40 year pair of shoes. I need these for my kids. It's like, sign me up. Where can I get these shoes at? Where's the Holy Spirit outlet mall? I need these shoes. For my kids. But listen to me. God knows how to give you what it is that you need. But even more than that, he knows how to make it last. But this is the point of it. God wants to show you how well he can take care of you. This is a word for someone today. I, know, I, I felt in my spirit this morning. God wants to show you just how much he can take care of you but you have to let him. You have to allow him to be your supply. And maybe that means a trusting moment, a moment of faith where you stop supplying for yourself. See, this is the point of godly stewardship. It's not so we wait, but God wants us to value what he gives us. And so sometimes whatever, when we trust God with supply, you ever notice this? There's a waiting period. God, I wanna step into this. I would love to have that, Lord. You ever notice how he doesn't give it to you straight away? It's the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> and in that waiting period, man, he teaches me something new. He shows me something different. 
He trains me in more in righteousness and how to handle it, to develop the character and the, the, the personality that I need to be able to, to, to handle the supply he wants to bring into my life. And then out of nowhere comes something better than I ever could have imagined in my own life. We ask because he supplies, but the way he supplies is not like our way of supplying. What is it that God wants to give you that you haven't asked him for yet? What are you needing that you haven't asked for? Maybe the reason you're not getting is because you're not asking. Jesus said this in John 16. We talked about it last week. He says, ask in my name. But he also said this in Matthew 7. He said, ask and you shall receive. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Are you getting the point this morning? There's something in the asking. There's something in the point of us coming before a God who loves us, who cares for us, who is our Father in heaven and say, give me this day my daily bread. There's something in the asking. So my point is this, whatever it is, ask. And when's the last time you asked? for that thing. When's the last time you asked? Maybe you're in here today and you've got health problems. I want to pray for you there. Maybe you're in here today and your kids are away from the Lord. Have you asked God to supply what only He can supply in the way that only He can su- This is so important that we ask God. Why? Because He knows what's good for you. Jesus goes on and he says, For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Of which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? You know, even spiritually speaking, give us this day our daily bread. It's not talking about actual bread. It would be awesome if I could get some sourdough in the morning every day during <laughs> prayer time. I don't know about you, but I'm a, I love me some sourdough. But it's not natural bread anymore. It's a word from God. It's his spirit that that there's an impartation that happens in the morning when I read the word of God and I open up the daily bread and I get it so that I can give it. He says, who will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a serpent. If then you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask? We need to ask because he knows What's good for you? Like I said before, I got, I got saved at the age of 19. And at that time, I was confused. I was lost. I was struggling. I'd experienced devastation. I'd experienced loss. And I was kind of devoid of a lot of things. I was just, it's a lot of emptiness. And in that time, God saved me. I was radically saved. Went from not knowing God to knowing God. And it wasn't too long. I just started to ask. I was that guy. You know, when you don't really, you know, I was was that kid. I didn't really understand the religious performance part. I was pretty raw and edgy. You know, I'd just be like, well, I'm just going to ask God for it. I mean, why not? I mean, if if it's there, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to go for it. So within about six months, I started to pray. Started to ask God, God, give me a wife. Give me, give, give, me, give, me, give me a partner in life. God, I want a wife. I want a family. I want kids. I want you to restore to me 
what I've lost. It wasn't about six months later, sitting at the same table in the same cafe I went to every single Saturday morning and this girl just walks in like that. Jill from Florida. The American Jill. From a place that I'd never been, from from a a country I'd never been to, I grew up on the other side of the world. But I asked God, give me a wife. Give me a partner. Give, give give give, Give me the person, Lord. And through that, we have children. And through that, we have a life. And through that, so much has been birthed. And thank God for all of you. Thank God for Colonial Church. Thank God for all of it. But I wonder today, what would have happened if I didn't ask? So my, my, my message today is what is it that you're longing for? What is it that God want, wants to give you? What is it that you, that you, you could step into? But you've got to ask. And I believe it's time that we be people that ask God knowing because God gives good things to those who ask Him. It reminded me of this verse. And I was reflecting on it in my own life. Proverbs 10 and verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes rich. That's not just talking about financial resources. It's talking about the breadth of your life, including that. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and He adds no sorrow to it. No trouble comes with it. What God wants to give you, you know why it's so good that you ask is because what He actually wants to give you, it's so good that it's not going to bring any trouble. It's so good it's not going to be a a problem for you. It's so good that it's actually going to build your life. That's why it's so important that you tithe as a believer. You know why? Because there's a promise attached to it. As you give to God what is God's, the Bible says that He protects the rest that he, he, will, he will literally come into your life, to the resources of your life, to the business of your life, and He will set up a hedge of protection so the enemy can't get to it. And it's the same with what He brings into your life. What is it that you need to ask God for today? So number one, we ask because we have need. Number two, we ask because He knows how to supply. Number three, and this is why it's so important, we ask because we are His. He wants us to ask because He knows what we need. But what God really wants today is your heart, which is the totality of who you are. Proverbs 30 and verse 7 in the message says this, Two things I ask of you. Deny them not to me before I die. Remove from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. In other words, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. And I'm asking today that you will give me the things that I'm asking today for the needs and the requests and the the, the supplication prayers that we all need to pray. But the reason that we pray is because we have a God who loves us and wants to be in relationship with us. Would you stand with me? I want to take a moment right now, and I believe we need to do some asking. Not in a selfish way, not in a way that's all about kind of our own ambition, but is according to the life that God has given you. 
And maybe you're in here today and that word before about allowing God to supply to you, that's for you. And these coming days, I want to pray for you right now because these coming days, there might be moments where you could supply things yourself or you could wait on God to give it to you. And I'm praying in that moment that you're going to have the courage and the faith to say, you know what, God, I trust you. I'm going to remove myself from this situation. I'm going to wait for the blessing to come. Or maybe you're here today and the truth is you've got something going on in your life and through this message you've realized, I haven't even asked. I haven't even prayed. I haven't even called out to God like Jabez did and said, God, would you bless me? God, would you give to me what I need? Maybe you're here today and it's a health crisis. Maybe right now you're in the middle of, you have no answers. Let's ask. Let's believe. So with every head bowed, eyes closed, if you have any need at all, and you know this is your time to ask, this is you need to ask God for whatever it is, you just lift up your hand all over this place, saying, I have a need, I have a request, I'm desperate for you to move, God, I need you to move in my life, I need answers, I need provision, I need health. And then if you don't have your hand raised, I want you to lift up your hand for someone that you know has a need. And we're going to ask for them as well. Holy Spirit, we can't do this, God, without you. So Father in heaven, we ask today that you would do what only you can do. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. Father, as we make our requests known to you, God, we ask you, simply as children, that you would give us what we need, that you would give us the supply, that you would give us the provision, that you would help us to step into it, Lord, because you're putting it in our lives. And so, God, if it means we wait, we'll wait. Father, if it means it's time to receive, we'll receive it. But God, we trust you with our provision. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.